grateful, first of all, for this opportunity that you, you have given us, Lord, to be here, gathered together, Father. We ask, Lord, that you just bless uh, this service, Lord, um, these tithes and these offerings that were lifted up, Father, also, if you can prepare our hearts, our minds, Lord, uh, that your word may be able to reach uh, the places in us, Lord, that need to be fixed, Lord, that need to be spoken to, Jesus. We're grateful, first of all, for your mercy and your grace. We acknowledge you, Lord, as our Savior. Father, we ask that you just guide us uh, this morning uh, and that we can come together um, and just receive from you, Jesus. We're grateful for all these things, and we ask it, ask it in your precious name, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless everyone. You all may be seated. Just think of those of us that pueden sentar. God bless the group this morning, and also uh, the kids' classes. God bless the kids this uh, this morning. Amen. God is good. Dios bendiga a todos los niños que van para sus clases. Pues no tenemos muchos esta mañana. Tenemos unos que están afuera del pueblo. So we don't have. We're missing some families this morning. We have some families that are outside of uh, town are um, visiting their, their homes or their family's homes, so if we can pray for them. Also, those that continue to recover from sicknesses, I know there's still many that are recovering from different types of sicknesses, so seguimos orando, hermanos, por todas las familias y todos los uh, uh, que están afuera del pueblo también, que están sufriendo de, todavía uh, están necesitando oraciones por su salud. God is good, though, Amen. God is good. We, us that are here, let's receive God's word uh, this uh, morning. And um, Heaven Bound, Heaven Basics. I was thinking of the song Heaven Bound. Some of y'all don't know that song. You're, you're too young. But back in my day, that was the number one hit by DC Talk. Some of y'all don't even know who DC Talk is. Look at y'all. Some of you are like, who is this? Who's DC Talk? Who's he talking about? It, ain't in the, it wasn't in the 50s. I was in the 90s, um, but it was a song Brother Lorenzo um, used to love, too. We, we talked about it one time on the radio, um, and it was such a beautiful song. But I was thinking a little bit about some of the basic things that we might not know and understand about heaven and uh, the critical things in our lives as we, we want to make sure that we are heaven-bound. <laughs> Amen? We don't want to end up uh, confused and... Because it says that. It says some of us will be at Judgment Day and be confused a little bit when um, the word that we have the opportunity that every one of us here can open up and read. That's the most beautiful thing about the word of God. That's the most beautiful thing about the word of God. You know, this, this, we've, we've been doing the Bible studies on the radio. Uh, now we started up and we talked about how many billions of books of the Bible have been sold uh, since it was created. And the most powerful thing is, is that there's truth in this book. There's truth in this book. There's great revelation, great mysteries in this book. It's not just a book you just open up and you just read it and just take it for granted. God speaks through the Bible. And it excites us because there is revelation in there and understanding. Que bonito es, hermanos, que tenemos la oportunidad que billones de libros de la Biblia han sido vendidos Y todavía en eso, en todo eso, el Señor nos ha hablado, ha, ha hablado revelación a nosotros. God has spoken revelation to us. And that's, and that's powerful. That's powerful. I mean, again, um, 
I'm hoping, you know, with some basics, you know, it's 101s, right? Some people say the basic things to understand. There's some critical things that I just uh, I thought of here, and one of them, you know, heaven basics is salvation, right? You would think that that's a basic thing, right? The ticket is the salvation that God gave us for, uh, for heaven. That's something that we're going to be talking about and how critical that is because, again, the thing is is that God is specific on that and lays it out specifically uh, for us on there. Forgiveness. I think that this is a really critical topic right here for a lot of us right here. A lot of us want to be forgiven, but we don't forgive. Isn't that sad that our, our Lord and Savior forgave us? And sometimes we'll look at somebody that has offended us and be like, mm, between you and God. And that's, isn't that sad? It's, it's a critical thing. I mean, come on. You, let's not lose you so quickly. I think the first verse is going to be a tough one. Though. I was looking at that first verse. I was like, oh, God, why'd you give me this one as the first verse? Why couldn't it have been honey and milk? Or blessings, the promised land, entering the promised land. But why, why are we going and starting off with this first verse that's going to be pretty powerful? But forgiveness is a critical thing. How many of y'all struggle with forgiving? El salvación, hermanos, es una de las primeras cosas que es importante hablar de la vida eterna. Y qué importante es tener nuestra salvación en el Señor. Pero también perdón, el perdón. No nomás ser perdonado, pero perdonar. ¿Cuántos nosotros estamos sufriendo en eso? No, no hemos perdonado completamente. How many of us have struggled with forgiving completely? Ugh. That's going to be hard to stand before your Savior that had the famous words, Father, forgive them. For they don't know what they do. How can we ever win? A human being, a God, our Savior, hurting. We, we've never seen what he saw at the cross or, or the weight he carried at the cross. And he said, forgive them. For, also for that moment. Not only for what was going to be in the future of sins, but that moment for they don't know what they do. Now, how many of us have taken that role in Christ in our lives? And some of us will get, you know, words can be hard and, and, and at times it can be ruthless. This world can be ruthless. This world is evil and does evil things. And that's why it's powerful when you see forgiveness that comes out of people. You know, we talked about, we, we brought a message on forgiveness and we talked about the story of the mom that lost her son to a drunk driver, they wrote the song Forgiveness. Is it, uh, who's the singer of that? I'm trying to remember. Somebody thinks about it. It's a beautiful song, but when you see the testimony of why he wrote it, this mom inspired him, and wrote, they wrote this song. And in the court trial, you see the mom telling the judge to be lenient on this person. And this mom continues the relationship with this person through pres- prison, and loves him like a son because she lost her son. Gets out, petitions for him to get out early. Then they start traveling, telling their testimony about God's forgiveness. It's an amazing, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. That's where it's like, it's real. That's to the core. Could you imagine a mother being a mother and losing your child and just saying, okay, it was a mistake. But two lives should not be ruined because of a mistake. Something powerful about forgiveness. But it's also the thing that we struggle with the most. 
There's a couple of variances. We could stay on forgiveness. It's not even the last one that I had here. But we also have a tro- trouble forgiving ourselves. See, that's a, that's a mechanism from the devil when you can't forgive yourself. You see, that's you saying, I don't accept mercy or grace. That's you intervening, intervening, for, intervening for God's love, what God's grace and mercy is for us, where he forgives us if we come to him repen- uh, repenting. But there's so many critical things to unpackage when it comes to forgiveness. The question is, who have you not forgiven? Just ponder that a little bit because we're talking about having basics here. And some of us haven't forgiven some people. Oh, come on now. Don't be acting all like it's Sunday and everybody's here in white robes. There's a little bit of stains on the robe sometimes. But it's beautiful when you realize the power of forgiveness and what it does for you. It frees you. So, yeah, that's, that's a critical thing. Perdonar, hermanos. Es importante ser perdonado. Sí, es cierto. Eso es básico, ¿no? Que debemos ser, que estamos perdonados del Señor. Pero estamos perdonando personas. Porque si no estamos perdonando personas, ¿cómo podemos estar enfrente del Señor? Buscando el perdón. Básico, right? Is that how you say basic? Es básico. It's basic. We seek his forgiveness, but we can't forgive. Ooh. Let's not stand before, before him one day confused as he says, hey, depart from me, worker of iniquity. But you're going to read that verse uh, today. And then, so we, we, what do we got? Salvation? Forgiveness, right? And then Christ-likeness. What does that mean? That means that our goal in our life is to get more and more like him, to be like him. To love like him. When we receive his word. You know, there's a famous verse in the Bible and it's confused even them back then when he says, eat my flesh. Jesus said that. And there's a reason that he, he, he referred to that is because we needed to be more like him. To consume his word. That's where we're going to find his peace. That's where we're going to find his mercy. Hermanos, es importante hacer como el Señor. Que nuestras vidas reflejan al Señor Jesucristo. Es difícil, no, no, no estoy diciendo que hay una persona aquí, pero es, es nuestra qué? Meta. Nuestra qué? Querer. Si sí fallamos, si sí pasan cosas, pero es, Él lo enseña. Pero nuestro corazón es que personas miren a Cristo en nuestro vivir. You know, it's important. It's important. Christ-likeness, what does that mean? That means that somebody sees Christ in you, in your forgiveness, in your love. It gets tough, doesn't it? Because we're, we're, I'm a little bit of a road rager. Jesus loves you. He loves you too. But there's some truth about it. We got to see some of our lackos and come to the cross. Say, God, forgive me. God, help me. God, guide me. God, show me. Merciful God, loving God. What are your conversations like? Because I know mine are like, oof. <laughs> Just this past week, I was driving at night and I started crying. And I, kind of a brute you guys look at me I'm kind of man brother Gabe cries I cry now you guys have seen me cry a lot 
was crying. I was driving. I was crying. Just asking God to forgive me. Just saying, God, you know, for the little things. Not considering things, not seeing things, seeing goodness, seeing the love he has surrounded me with. How can we be more like Christ? Amen. And of course, the most critical thing we got to get to the place, we got to finish the race. It's not who's going to just start the race. It's going to be who finishes the race. That to me is something that's powerful and mighty. Amen. So let's start here in Hebrews 10, 26. Es importante, hermanos, caber la carrera también. O sea, unos básicos de, de la vida eterna es salvación, per, perdonar y ser perdonado. Entender las los diferencias. Uh, ser como Cristo y cavar la carrera. So salvation, forgiveness, Christ-likeness, and finishing the race. But if we start in Hebrews 10, 26, uh, it says, the word of God says here, For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. Porque si pecaremos voluntariamente después de haber recibido el conocimiento de la verdad, ya no queda más sacrificio por los pecados. 27. Si a una horrenda expectación de juicio y de hervor de fuego que ha de devorar a los adversarios, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, sorry, which shall devour the adversaries. Now, brothers and sisters, what does this mean? It means that for us, as we are, you know, learning the word of God, and this is, this is you know, Brother Lorenzo said it the best, you know, when, when he, he heard this when he was younger, he was like, well, the more you know, the more accountable you are. And he was like, well, I'll just learn less. Right? That's a simple way of doing it. Well, I just won't go to church and I'll just live my life. And that's No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. If God has pricked your heart, if God has called you, then you want to learn as much as you can about your loving Savior. Why wouldn't you want to know as much as you can? Yes, it, it, holds you, it, it holds you accountable, but you also find out why he created you why he loves you the way you do, why you went through things in your life. Some of us are still questioning, why did I go through this in my life? It's because you haven't got the chance to really know Christ yet. Why was I hurt in life? Why did this happen? But when God comes in, he shows you that he was always with you and he was always speaking to you, he was always protecting you, he was always loving you. There's something powerful that comes over you as you see his love for you. But it's critical for us to come and learn before we're before him in judgment. Jalal would say, oh, you know, it's a glorious day. It says it's a terrible day too. As much as it's going to be a glorious day for many, it'll be a terrible day for many. The word of God says it. I'm not saying it right now. So we need to prepare ourselves and ask God for wisdom. Amen. If we turn to 1 John 2, 3, es importante, hermanos, que entender que es pecar voluntariamente. Es sabiendo algo, entendiendo algo, el, la palabra de Dios revelando algo a ti, dándote sabiduría en algo. Y diciendo, oh, está bien, ahorita en este momento no. O haciendo algo chueca. 
Help us, God. It's good to have your conscience. It's good. It's good if you feel a little bit of pressure right now. Que bueno es, hermano, la conciencia que si, si, ooh, 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 ay, ooh, todavía hay mentira, todavía hay robo de cosas, de tiempo, lo que sea. Es bueno sentir el presión en este momento. Isn't it better to feel judgment here in the house of the Lord than to be told the day when we stand before God? This is a blessing. This is, this is what we want. Queremos esto, hermanos. Queremos sentir pena. Queremos sentir convicción. Ahorita en este momento. This is the moment we want that. We want conviction in this moment. We want to feel, I need to change. I need to be better. We, this is grace right here when the word of God comes and talks to us this way and lets us know. But if we turn to 1 John 2, 3, the word of God says here in 1 John 2, 3, y en esto sabemos que nosotros le que? Come on, levántese pueblo de Dios. No lo voy a leer en español si no me están ayudando. Le conocemos si guardamos que? You know, I love this. You know, everybody has a sticker on their car that says, I love Jesus. I know Jesus. But how do you know if you know Jesus? If you take his commandments and you do them. It's, it's, it's difficult, again, because I want to lift up my hands too. And I, but man, something convicts my heart saying, you know to be better. You know to do better. You know to forgive. Ooh, I think that's a big one. I think that's a dividing one in churches. Sometimes something, somebody took your parking space today. Somebody sat in your seat. You see, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding for visitors. Don't you didn't take nobody's parking space. There are no seat reservations here. But, but, but honestly, sometimes we struggle with the littlest thing. And when we can understand that if we say we know him, then we forgive like him. We love like him. We don't hold nothing. We don't avoid people. We've talked about that before here in church, right? Some of us find, okay, well, this brother or sister, they leave this way. So guess what? I'm leaving through the back. I know it gets tough. It gets tough in here. But listen to the basics of what God is calling us to be. And again, if we claim that we know him, then we wouldn't de deny him with our actions. It's not enough just praying for somebody. It's getting in front of them and letting them see Christ. Isn't that crazy when you get up to somebody and you shake their hand? Because you forgiveness in your heart I love I love when the word of God puts that on me and says okay because the church has got to have that the church is no good if it doesn't have forgiveness in its heart yes it needs to be forgiven yes it needs to but man we got to learn how we just love to forgive forgive I told you God broke me. I remember I'm 19 years old and I'm in a job and this lady was She gave me hell. 
I was the youngest one in the department, criticized everything. If I didn't put a dot on an I, she would reject my work. It was critical stuff. We worked in pharmaceutical stuff, so. But every day, every day, every day, I knew she was talking about me with other people. People would come up to her and say, man, that person does not like you. <laughs> and then one day, she came up. Yeah, I was by myself, and she started criticizing me on something. And I had had it. I had had it. I was about to show Christ. I turned to her, and I started crying. Mom, I cried. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me. That's all I said. Simple words. For what? Right? Some can say I hadn't done anything, right? But she broke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I treat you like this. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what I've done. She just, she ended up becoming my best friend. Her and her husband worked in the department. They were one of the oldest people in the department, and they helped me. She felt horrible. She would always recommend me to managers. But it was hell. Because it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of a living God that's going to form you, shape you, make you, break you, take you places. But instead of giving up, instead of paying back, God showed me he was greater than anything I could do is always lead with love. It's the craziest thing. The problem that she ended up having was that I was young and it, it took them years to get into that department and they hired me because I knew how to do some stuff on the computer. I was doing um, spreadsheets and stuff like that for the manager to help them on cleaning and in this stuff. All this stuff came out. But again, God knows what he's doing when he breaks you and shapes you. Are you finding those moments? Some of y'all have your own stories too. I love it. I love it. Some of y'all have been getting some of that too in some places because God is merciful. Que bonito es, hermanos, cuando Dios se tiene en sus manos. Es una cosa terrible, pero, pero qué bonito es porque te está forman, formando, creando, creando algo nuevo. Como estaba hablando, como ha dicho eh, antes que, de la persona que trabajé, que como tenía mi vida como, en, como infierno, era, era un trabajadora de Satanás en ese momento. Pero gracias a Dios porque yo necesitaba enseñar los frutos. Y a veces para enseñar eso se necesita el quebramiento. We need to be broken sometimes to be made into something beautiful and new. I, I don't like it. Sometimes it happens a lot for me because you can see up here, it's a little, does it sound hard? Here we go again through the fire. I'm not the only one here, so don't, don't be all like, oh, poor brother Gabe. If you even thought poor brother Gabe, then, you know, let's talk a little bit after the message. I know there's a lot of us in here that we go through it again and praise God for his mercy and his grace and his love for us. But one thing we cannot deny 
that we will drink from his cup. Amen. All right. All right. Praise the Lord. I got you. You guys are here. Matthew 7.21, one of my favorite verses. Mateos uh, 7.21, hermanos. Amen. Matthew 7.21, we take the confusion out of uh, everyone. You go to heaven. You go to heaven. You go to heaven. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Now, this was a critical one, and there's more verses past this that I suggest you read. Many will come up to me in that day saying, Lord, Lord, we cast out demons. We did your will, Father. Depart from me, workers of iniquity. I told you it was, I'm a young, under 10 years old, and my dad tells me to learn that verse. Can I learn a Psalms, Dad? No, learn this one. Why, Dad? Because you need to understand how important it is to stand, stand on a foundation and be guided by God and not just assume. We don't want to assume in a lot of things, right? Right? They tell you that at work. Why'd you assume that? You should have asked somebody. Well, the same thing. We want to come and ask God in moments like this. God, am I on the right track? Am I following? Am I doing your will? What is your will, God? Okay, well, it gives you a little bit of guidance right here. Amen. Romans 6.23 says, Romanos 6.23 dice, Porque la paga del pecado es más la dádiva de Dios es vida eterna en Cristo. Jesús, Señor nuestro. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So there's a difference here. There's an understanding once you, sin is revealed to you and sin is revealed to you here. We're not going through all the things here in church today, brothers and sisters. These are things that you're aware of. There's common sense things that some things even society is still held on to. Some things it's losing, right? And we're starting to see that things that are bad now they're calling good. And things that are good they're calling bad. That's the saddest thing when we start to see that in, in, in our communities. But we've got to be a light. We've got to be the salt. You know, young people, you've got to show more character around people that are around your age. It's a bigger fight than it was when I was your age. There's less of you out there. So you got to shake things up a little bit by showing Christ, by proclaiming Christ. God bless y'all for th those that do that. But you got to do that. You got to lead with Christ. We talked a little bit about this last Saturday with Brother Servando. The importance of the priorities in life. Some of us don't have our priorities straight, especially those that are married. But even those that are single and are young people, you don't have your priorities straight. But for sure, marriage people don't have their priorities straight. They always say this, right? God, what do they say? Family. It's not. It's God, your wife, your husband, then the kids, then the church, then anything else, work or anything. Now, see, someone can say, well, the church should be on. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. The church is important. It's an important factor for your life. But it, God talks about your home. But more than that, your, your 
partner, you're the one that's with you. It's critical, brother and sister, but we get it all mixed up, right? We're like, God, family. Okay, then you know what? The devil finds a way to get in there and says, you know what? Let me get between you and your wife. I'll take the kids. The kids always go ask mama. Mama's easier. But when you two are together on the same page, ooh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, but there's little things like that that sometimes we miss. But the word of God says this, how critical it is. But brothers and sisters, it's critical for us to understand what it is when we stand before him. And he says, pass, faithful servant, welcome. I know you fought. I know you got knocked down. You kept on swinging. All the way to the very end, you kept on swinging. But praise the Lord, and hopefully our example, our Christ-likeness leads many that way. Amen? Praise the Lord. If we turn to Acts 2.36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that the God hath made the same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Verse 37. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts Now listen to this, brothers and sisters. This is a very famous passage in in chapter 2 of Acts. This is the beginning of the church. Don't think the church started when, you know, religions were founded. Here is after Christ speaks to the disciples, right right at the end of, if you read any of the Gospels, at the very end, this is what the disciples started doing. This is the Acts of the church. And listen, Peter gives a message. Woo! Woo! On the day of Pentecost. And people are just, he is hitting them. He's like, you crucified. You crucified one that did no wrong. He is just hitting them with a message. And then listen what they say. They didn't get angry like they were the day that they were saying, crucify him, kill him, let him die. They felt conviction because it says their hearts were pricked. So the people that rejected him now finally understood who he was. And listen what they say, these famous words, they go, now they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, What shall we do? Now, this is the most powerful statement any of us can say in our lives. Listen to this. ¿Qué cosa? El libro de Hechos, hermano, capítulo 2, como comienza aquí, comienza la iglesia predicar las buenas noticias del Señor, de salvación, todo lo que el Señor tenía para nosotros. Comienza con los, aquí, en los Hechos. Pero mira que las palabras que salen de las personas que oyen el primera predicación de la iglesia. We can say this is the first preaching of the church coming publicly. They say, what shall we do? Now we all have come to a moment in our lives 
where we should say that, Lord, what shall I do? In this moment that it's hard for me to do these things, what shall I do? And then you know, right? It's kind of like sometimes when you know what to do, is I know what I should do, Lord. Then your conversations change a little bit, right? It's like, I know what I need to do, God. You're telling me what to do. The word of God has told me what to do, God. It's obvious what I need to do, God. Now it's not so more what should we do, right? It's like, it's obvious what I need to do, God. But when we start with what shall I do? Que lindo es estar en un punto de nuestras vidas que decimos, que debo hacer, Señor? Como estos hombres aquí, esta predicación que trajo Pedro aquí en este momento. And we keep on reading here, verse 38. Peter wasn't a loss for words. He said, then Peter said unto them, repent. Critical thing, right? We're, we're talking about he, heaven basics. Repent. Right? Everybody's like, well, duh, I'm here in church. I, I know the basics of this. Okay, Repent. And be baptized. Okay. I don't want anybody here to be confused in any other matter here. It doesn't, you could go anywhere in the Bible, but look at the first preaching that Peter gives in front of the disciples that were with Jesus. See, we think we know it all. We think we got it all figured out. This is the beauty of the Bible. This is the beauty of God speaking to you personally. I told you a long time ago, I didn't want to say I believed what my father believed, how my father was raised. I wanted to have it in me. The conviction. The word had to be in me. We've come from those before. I'm this because my, my father was this, my grandfather was this, oh, everybody was this. But look at Peter. What shall we do, they tell him. Repent, which is sometimes the hardest thing to do. That's the thing that keeps people more out of churches. Because repenting means that you're stopping doing the things. I told you that one time that atheist was talking to the preacher, and he says, I don't believe that there's a God. And that, a- and that preacher came real quickly. He goes, you don't want to stop sleeping with people, do you? He's in college. You don't want to stop drinking, do you? You don't want to stop all these sin things, right? And that young person's like this. He goes, that's the reason you want to say that there's no God. And that person couldn't say nothing because that preacher could discern that spirit. Says, hey, everything you're going to tell me about the great big bang, all these little things about fish walking, all this stuff that you want to go down a path, I got answers if you got the time. But it's just you not wanting to do it. Because you want to keep on sinning. Ooh. Dagger in the heart. But then you see Peter here says, repent. Right? And then it says, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remissions of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Powerful moment. Impactful moment. And I always think about Peter, right? Because you think about Peter a little bit. Peter denied Christ. And yet Christ gave him a key to heaven. Opened the door. 
let people come in with this, Peter. Thank you, Jesus. Es importante, hermanos. El, el momento que estaba predicando a Pedro aquí, diciéndole a todos, era, era un llave que el Señor le dio a Pedro. Las palabras que dijo, no eran sus palabras, eran inspiradas por Dios. Personas de diferentes áreas uh, y lenguajes estaban entendiendo cómo están hablando esto si yo entiendo. Porque estaba tan importante el mensaje. De salvación. Listen to that. The day of Pentecost. Some of us, we get into it. How crazy is this? Imagine being at London Heathrow Airport, an international airport, and you hear all these languages. And then all of a sudden, you start understanding what everybody's saying. Because the Holy Spirit fell on everybody. And they started understanding everybody. That was God saying, what's going to be said, you need to understand and you need to hear. Don't fight it. Don't say, well, I didn't get it. Oh, you got it. Oh, it's beautiful when we get, man, revelation, man. God, what is it? What are you trying to say here? Because there's more. But let's go to 1 John 5, 4, Amen. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. ¿Qué es la victoria que vence el mundo? Nuestro creer, hermanos. Si te quitan tu fe, lo que crees, Is that how they overcome you? Oh, okay, I'll speak in English then. De vencen. This is what overcomes. The world is our faith. If we're believing in Christ, then we're living Christ-like. If we're believing in Christ, then we're finding ourselves to make things right. We're getting, we're getting in these serious times here, brothers and sisters. I told you the testimony that I, I, I'll, I'll share for the rest of my life is my mom saying, man, even in my grandma age, my great-grandma age, God is still working on me. Woo, praise the Lord, amen. Scared me a little bit, mom, because I know that I, he's going to be working on me too. But I also respected that comment. Now, can we say that or do we think God's done because there's a little dust on the top of our heads? He's not done. This is where we get excited and get in. Okay, God, I need to forgive, okay? And, and don't, don't, don't give one. Brothers and sisters, I want to stand up and ask everybody if I have offended you. Forgive me. What are you doing, Brother Gabe? You're offending people with that. No, 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 no. Go where it hurts. Hey, forgive me. <laughs> oh, man, heaven basics requires a little bit of hell heat. 
is it for you? How hard is it for you to ask for forgiveness? Because that's critical. Some of us haven't talked to family members in years. Because something that was said. Do you have it in you? Because if you don't, the oven gets turned up. Because again, we don't want to stand before our maker. Because not everyone that saith, Lord, Lord. There's some basic things and some of the things, it's, oh, really? Figure it out. We got to ask for God for grace. Some of us, we didn't like the way something was said, but God liked the people of Israel moving around because they would have been discouraged. God also had to have things early on to push us away from stuff. But now that we're mature, now that we're stronger, we should show. Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians 13, 5. Segunda de Corintios 13, 5. Examinaos a vosotros mismos si estáis en la fe. Probaos a vosotros mismos y no os conséis a vosotros mismos. Que Jesucristo está en vosotros a menos que estéis reprobados. Listen to that. I love this because again, 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 this is the conviction on us, right? Some of us are like, uh, you know, this is a great message. I'm going to post it for other people. But look what he's saying here in Corinthians. Examine yourself. This is personal right now for you. Examine yourself. I love that. I love it. You know, if, it if my thought that I want to say doesn't hit here first, doesn't convict me first, then it's something I should not say. I'm going to repeat that one more time because I kind of got a little confusing, right? I had a little, you had a little Paul moment where Peter says, hey, you know, his letters are a little confusing. Again, if I'm going to say something out that has not gone through me first, then I shouldn't say it. But some of us are just, we're believers that way, right? We're the picketers. The world's going to end. The world's going to end. Come to Jesus. How do you know the world's going to end? Uh, the world's going to end. The world's going to end. Come to Jesus. What does it say about the signs in the Bible? Uh, the world's going to end. The world. We'd rather hold up a sign, put a sticker on our car, instead of having it in our hearts. And let it come to us. Let it convict us. Oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord, because it was hard to swallow that pill to open up my eyes to see that I still need to work on me. Te doy gracias, Señor, porque estaba difícil tomar esa pastilla y ver que todavía necesito yo tu gracia, tu perdón. Necesito llegar a ti. This is, this, is, this is what church is right here. We just come to church and we just praise God and thank you, Jesus, and we're not expecting God to speak to us, to convict us, for us to come and ask for prayer and, and redemption and, and, and repent. What are we looking for? 
I tell you one thing, I, when, I, when that word, I'm like, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, man, I still got to do that. And then you have my moments when I'm drying and I'm crying. I'm like, God, you've been so good, God, when I've been so lacking in things. Forgive me, God, for my priorities. <laughs> Forgive me for my priorities, God. I haven't done so well in that. Where are you on the list this week, God? Are you even in the list? Oh, man, he's got to be first. How do we get him first? Help us, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you fail to meet the test. Jesus is in us. Jesus has a desire to dine with us. To be with us. But again, sometimes again, this doesn't fit so well. And we've talked about sometimes that spirit that wants to divide, wants to pull, wants to already contradict, wants to say all these things. Well, let that spirit come and be asked, what do we do? Don't just let that spirit fight within you. Come and ask, what do we do? Praise the Lord. If we turn to Mark 11, 25. Si voltamos, hermanos, para Marcos 11, 25. Mark 11, 25. Oh, maybe missed that one. Let's read it from here. Mark 11.25, amen? We're going to just open up the Bible as they get that. Praise the Lord. Here we go. God bless them. Sometimes uh, my text messages aren't so good to them. So Mark 11.25 says, And ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. That's a very basic prayer, right? The Father's prayer. But sometimes it's so difficult that we're stuck. We're stuck. We're, 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 we're stuck in a pit because... We're still holding on to something. Is somebody still holding on to something? Because you should want to just do a straight beeline to the altar and ask for uh, God to help you, guide you. For whatever reasons, like I told you, there's no reason. There's no reason that you should not be forgiving somebody. Because it's not for them, it's for you to be free. We've, we, we did the, the book on the bait of Satan. Get that book if you've never read that book, The Bait of Satan. We mistaken that all the time. We think that forgiveness is for the other person. It's so we can be free because we're chained up. You could be 30 years and you still have something in grade school. You stole my crayons. Necesitamos entender que es esta dulce cosa que es el perdón y perdonar. Are we forgiving enough? That's a good question, isn't it? That's a really good question. Am I forgiving enough? Some of us, we don't forgive those that are the closest to us. We hurt those that are the closest to us. Why? 
Why are we hurting the people that are closest to us? Because again, there's something inside of us. There's hurt inside of us that God's got to get to, that God can heal, that God can restore. And God's doing it. You got to see it. You got to see it. You got to see it that God's doing it. He's doing it in his way. El Señor lo está haciendo, hermanos. El Señor te está enseñando que es perdonar. You know, importa cuántos uh, años tienes. Podemos decir, ya para qué. Ya huelo de gallo. Is that a new one? Did I just make up a new one? I don't know if older people say that. Ya sonó el gallo. I don't know. Maybe I should have said that one. Huh? You know, an older person saying, why now? The rooster's already crowed thinking that their life's over. No, that's the time you want to do it. We want to get things right. We want to make sure that we are seeking Jesus. And more than that, we want to make sure Christ-likeness means he has guided us and he is in us. And we all, again, God is working on us, and God bless y'all. God bless y'all because, again, this is a fight, right? And what's the next one right here on our Christ, our Christ likeness? We, we want to make sure that we are going to finish the race, not just get stuck in part of the race. Help us, God. Amen. If we turn to Luke 23, 34, si hermanos para Lucas 23, 34. Y Jesús decía, Padre, perdónalos, porque qué? No saben lo que hacen. Y repartieron entre sí sus vestidos, echando suertes. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. Could you imagine that? Again, could you imagine that? Could you imagine how a lot of us would have just been? I mean, you, you talk about this is God that could easily call his angels we're talking about as we're studying the bible what's the saddest thing about genesis reset reset god had to reset the world a couple of times because of the evil of it and yet at this moment where he sees humanity rejecting him he sees humanity criticizing Love, forgiveness, healing, all he was doing. I'm telling you, we can't win on this. They wanted to kill him. He could see the anger, the hurt in them. And he said, forgive them. Powerful, merciful God. If we struggle with that, if we're holding on to something, Because it's just easier for us to hold on to something instead of addressing it. Or it's easier for us to say, well, it's because of this. This happened to me. Don't label yourself. I've never heard in the Bible where God says, well, it's okay because this happened to you. No, do you believe? Do you believe that you can walk? Do you believe that your child is healed? Help me in my unbelief. Oh, God, help me. Help me because faith is what's going to overcome. Faith in you, God, is what's going to overcome the world. Ooh, it got, it got quiet in here, huh? There ain't too many amens. Come on, come on, let's wake up. Come on, let's heat it up. 
We need to get in those seats that we need to make this a 4D service, don't we? Where it vibrates you. Hallelujah. And it blows wind in your face. Praise the Lord. A veces lo remos, hermanos. Do we need to do the next preaching on a roller coaster? But what happens? We fall asleep because again, I know, I know, but man, I'd rather know it now. A veces lo dormimos, hermanos, a veces es rutina, es la rutina de veniendo a la iglesia creyendo que ya, ya, ya estoy salvo, ya estoy salvo y que necesito hacer ya, ya he aceptado a Cristo en mi vida. Pero todavía estamos faltando en cosas. Y qué bonito es cuando Dios nos habla. It's beautiful when God speaks to us. Thank you, Jesus. It's hard. It's hard. Your words are hard, Jesus. Your words are hard. Look at the people who are leaving, Jesus. Your words are hard. You can go too. Where do we go? If your words are life, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Where do we go if your words are life? Paul says, I'm a prisoner. There's something about that being a prisoner. It's like, where do we go? Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy, though, God. Thank you for your understanding, God. I know I'm here. I know this journey's been a long time, and I, there's still things that I need to learn, I need to get better at. But I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, God. I thank you for your goodness, God. I thank you that you don't consider my ignorance at times, Father, and you just you see that there's things that I'm figuring out with you, Jesus. I thank you, God. I thank you. Have a conversation with God. Let him know. That you recognize. Estamos guiados por el Señor, hermanos. Estamos en pláticas con el Señor. Yo, yo, yo sé, Señor, que todavía, todavía estás trabajando en mí, Señor. Ten misericordia de mí. Gracias, Señor, por tu amor. Gracias, Señor, porque eres misericordioso. Tú eres tan bueno, Señor. Tú eres tan misericordioso, Señor. A veces, Señor, estoy ignorante. Muchas veces soy ignorante, Señor, en mi vida. Pero no. No lo digo. ¿Por qué? Así soy. Don't let pride bring your destruction. And like I said, like I said, this is something that's critical that should stay with us. Don't be the reason that you hurt your loved ones because of your actions, because of your ignorance. Yo, I said it. Because we're ignorant sometimes and not accepting God's word, his, his warnings to us. And what ends up happening? Jonah, the ship's going to go down. Well, I don't get that, Brother Gabe. Well, Jonah, had, Jonah was asleep in the bottom when the ship was going down. He wasn't even strong enough to get him to throw himself off. He was like, can you guys throw me off this ship? You could just climb right off, Jonah, if you want to. This is the, what is it, paralysis by sinfulness this is what happens when sin is so much in your life that you're just like I guess we're going through I guess this is a trial no 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 God's talking to you trying to break your heart he hits everything thank you Jesus 
He shows you. He knows the button. Oh, you press my button. He knows. But he's merciful. And he's good. And he knows what we need. Oh, we've seen it. We've experienced it. And for some of us, we got to remind ourselves that have done that. And say, ooh, you're good, God. Ooh, you're good, God. Ooh, you're a good God. Yeah, you get a little Jamaican when you start to say it, but it, it works. Because we ain't seen it enough. No estamos hablando con el Señor suficientemente, hermanos. Diciendo que eres bueno, Señor. Oh, tú sabiste, Señor, qué botón tocates. Para que yo despertaba. Y reconocía, Señor, que tú eres Dios. Y todo está en tus manos. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, God, you say everything comes to light, God. That's in me also. That's just not my enemies. It's in me also, God. I praise you, God. Help me, God, not to be embarrassed by hearing your word and applying it to my life. Thank you. If we turn to Luke 17, 1. Say, well, Thomas, why so many verses? Man, Brother Gabe, can we just stay on one verse? I mean, we could, but, you know, the word of God says it's like puzzle pieces, right? One here, one there. We put it together and we see it. The precepts of God. Uh, um, Luke 17, 1. Then said he unto the disciples, it is impossible, but that offenses will come. But woe unto them through whom they come. Listen to this. Listen to this. It's impossible that there's not going to be problems. It's impossible that you're not going to get offended. Some of us think we're just walking on flowers and look at nothing gets damaged. Isn't this such a good world? It's impossible you're going to offend me. I'm going to offend you. You're going to be offended. But I like what he says. He doesn't finish here, right? Verse 2. It's impossible que no va a ser ofensas. It is better for him that what? That is the one that's offensing knowingly were hanged about his neck and cast into the sea that he should offend one of those little ones. Verse three. Take heed to yourselves if thy brother trespass against thee. Rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. Now see, we like that as Christians. We start to say, well, okay, Okay, God, you asking me to be a little bit of a ghostbuster right now? There's a demon right there. Let me get him. No, 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 no. We got to still examine ourselves and think. Because again, the last thing you ever want to do is be exposed for you. Because the word of God said, those that are sound, that are strong, our job is to forgive. We keep on reading here, verse 4. Because we don't want the risk of being thrown in the water. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. What? How many times I got to forgive him? Unlimited amount of times. 
But what is God showing us there? What is he trying to, he's breaking us, he's making us to be Christ-like. It's beautiful if he's asking us to do this, then you got to understand his mercy, amen? It's new every single day. Come on, somebody. Somebody wants, you owe me, pay me. Until we're on that other side, right? Oh, he's so merciful. He's so gracious. You owe me. Pay me. Until we realize our debt with him is paid. Help us, God, to see this, to understand this, God, because some of us, again, this is the part of it that's the Christ-likeness. This is the part of enduring until the end. If we cannot do these simple things, I mean, come on. Our God is a just God. Our God is not just Oprah Winfrey with salvation, giving it to everyone. It's, it's welcome to everyone, but again, we've got to run the race. We've got to finish the race. And what matters if a man saves the whole world and loses his own soul? Help me, God, to see this. Amen. Verse 5. I like this too. Listen to this. This is the way, this is the moment, right? This is the moment right now. This is kind of, this, this is your moment right now, right? The word of God comes. It comes hard. Who can do it, Lord? And then listen what they say after they hear these powerful words from God. Because again, forgiveness isn't easy. It's not an easy thing. I mean, this message could have been called forgiveness. But listen what they tell him. Increase our faith. Because I don't know if we can do this. I don't know if this is too heavy. Are you telling me I got to, every moment I, chance I get, I got to forgive? Ugh. I'd rather cast stones. I'd rather go Old Testament. But he came to show us something new. A new love I show you. All oh, this precious. It's tough. Who can, God? I can, because I have you in me. And if I have you in me, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. I come to you right now, God. I recognize that you are greater than me in these moments. There's things that have happened in my life that I've held on to, like a handicap sticker. I told you the handicap sticker story, right? There was a handicap sticker in my dad's car that he gave me. Oh, I kept it there because it was a couple years. Never used it. But there's people that hold on to handicap stickers because, again, you know, something goes on in your line, you offend somebody, you put the handicap sticker up, don't you? Well, this is why. If you've truly given it all to God, then there's no handicaps in you. God gets to the places that he needs to get to. The hurt. He is the hurt healer. He is the doctor. This is where we got to get excited and we proclaim. If we're in doubt, then our faith has not But that moment.
home and you get excited because again, we you stumble, you fall, you trip on yourself. Everybody does it. Every, it happens. It's happening. The thing is that we eliminate the times it happens consistently. See how you what? Fail. So you don't what? Fall again. See how you did it. See, some of us are just, oh, I failed this morning. Oh, I failed this week. Okay, see how you did it. Bring it to Christ. Dust yourself off and don't do it again. Because you don't want to be in front of your maker and him say, oh, come on. So many times. So many times. You held back. You held back what I had for you. Oh, what's what's my greatest fear? I'm gonna wait till every people, every people say it because I say this all the time. Everyone's like, "Not spiders, Nina." Did you say spiders? Okay, me and Richard kind of. What did you say, Nina? You're mumbling, Nina. It is. I heard laying in my deathbed. Asking God, did I fulfill your will that you had for me? Because I know there's a lot of times, God, that I get in, way, in the way of myself and what you call me for. But I thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. I thank you for your love, your mercy, your guidance. God, merciful God. But I know one day I'll be standing before you I want you to say, come good servant. We want that, amen, praise the Lord. Matthew 24, 11. Mateos 11, I mean 24, 11 dice, y muchos falsos profetas se levantarán y engañarán a muchos. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Okay, okay, okay. Let's look at this. Now, remember the guy holding the sign? The world's going to end. The world's going to end. Read this chapter. There's signs that show this. But listen to one of the signs here. Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many will wax cold. Listen to that. Y por haberse multiplicado la maldad, el amor de muchos se que... ¿Qué estamos ahorita, hermanos? Canal, 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 radio, 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 telefón, telefón, telefón. What are we in right now? Where everything that we see, everything that's being fed, is iniquity. You, you think I'm lying? Okay, let me let, let's, let's do something simple. Let's do a simple poison test, okay? Everybody do a poison test with me real quick, okay? Let's do the poison test, okay? This is the poison test, all right? Anything you do throughout the day, if one thing is iniquity, it's like drinking poison. Now, how many of you would say you would be dead already? It's everywhere. It's not deliberately. It's not you're out there seeking it. Don't get me wrong. But it's just being. Why? Because the enemy knows this verse. 
This is part of the process. If it's going to grow, I need to feed you. But it says here, we keep on reading here, amen, verse 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Now, what's beautiful, you know, iniquity abounds and scary, dark times, cloudy, lightning. You come to church and the light shines. The light shines on us and we see the things in us. We leave here sometimes and we're like, man, there's some things I got to fix. I got to forgive more. I got to read the Bible. I never, that's a lot of verses. I got to go back and read those verses. Not with intent to fight those verses, but say, God, if this is something that you had for me today, I see y'all, some of y'all, you know, you're right. I'm going to check you out. I'm going to Google that. Some of y'all taking notes too, because you have to. But some of y'all want to Google that. Good. Well, not so good on the Google side of it, remember. But ask God to show you. God's greater than anything. God's going to reveal things to you. God's the one that gives the treasure that you desire. But again, we've got to endure. We've got to keep on fighting the fight, this good fight. Because at the end, is our reward. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. 2 Timothy 2. Dios bendiga a todos esta mañana, hermano. You guys are a little bit tired. God bless uh, Melanie and Dustin. Congratulations to um, Manuel and Velma. You guys did not lose a daughter. You gained a son. What a great, what a great guy. And God bless his friends, right? Seeing y'all yesterday at the wedding. God bless y'all. Um, good, a great person. Dustin's a great person. They were saying he's, a, is, did they say he's the talkative one? I don't know about that. I come up to him sometime now. They, they, let's pray for them, brothers and sisters. They're t- they took off already, right? They took off to New Mexico. So let's pray for them that they have a, you know, that God can bless them and continue the good advice that was given by the parents, that they continue seeking God more than anything in their lives. Amen? That they seek God. Praise God. If we turn to 2 Timothy 2.10, si voltamos, hermanos, para 2 Timoteo 2.10, dice, Por tanto, todo lo soporto por amor de los escogidos. Para que ellos también obtengan la salvación que es en Cristo Jesús con la gloria eterna. Therefore, I endure all things for the elect's sake, that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Verse 11. Palabra fiel es esta. Si somos muertos con él. También viviremos con él. It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. Verse 13. Si sufrimos también, reinaremos con él. 
Si le negamos, negaremos, Él también nos negará. If we suffer, we shall also reign with Him. If we deny Him, He will also deny us. Si fuéramos infieles, Él permanece fiel. Él no puede negarse a sí mismo. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. Thank you, Jesus. You know what, you know what that means, brothers and sisters? It don't matter how you feel today. He's still God. It don't matter. if Again, if you're not going to praise him, he's still God. It's when we start learning this. That he's unmovable, he's unshakable, because he is God. Thank you, Father. Amen. If we can all stand up, brothers and sisters, God bless you all this this morning. Dios bendiga a todos esta mañana, hermanos. God is good. God is merciful. Thank you, God, for your precious word, God, and continue speaking to us. God bless y'all today, brothers and sisters. Again, I know it's difficult. I know sometimes we don't want to hear the truth that can set us free, but it's difficult sometimes. But man, it's good. It's good when you when you feel like I still got some work. I got to work on that. Okay, I got to seek that. Okay, why am I not doing this? Okay, why is this happening still? Let's not just make it all honey and milk like we were talking about. Every once in a while, it's fire, and it feels good, and it's like praise God. Okay, God. Thank you, Jesus. God bless the young people here, too. I know, young people, you guys have a lot of battles that you go through. I know some of this stuff's a little confusing. It's like, huh, what's he talking about? But we still believe that you guys have your battles. Trust me, we still believe you guys have your battles. We know you guys have your battles. But there's a God that was there uh, ready and willing to be with you and battle with you. And you can overcome a lot of these things that you're going through. There's a lot of stuff that the young people are going through, brothers and sisters. And let's pray for them. There's a lot of challenges. I mean, again, my parents, they, they, it was tough. Now it's even crazier, mama. Woo! The devil's in 8K now. Help us, Lord, that you shine brighter than anything that's out there. Amen. There's an invitation if you want to pass on up to prayer. We're going to pray and ask God to, to bless and uh, bless this day and bless us. If you need have needs or you have anything that you need, just come up and we're going to pray all together. Um, again, it's an invitation just to humble yourself before the Lord. Amen. We thank you all. God bless everyone this uh, morning. Let's pray and ask the Lord to continue to guide our hearts through his word. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your goodness, Jesus. We thank you for your grace, Lord, your mercy that speaks to us, Lord, your precious word that's the wisdom above everything, Father. Father, I ask, Lord, that we seek you, Lord, with all of our hearts, our minds, and our soul, that we worship you truthfully, Lord. If you've spoken to us, Lord, if there's a reason, Lord, that we find ourselves here at this point, Lord, where we're seeking you, Jesus, if there's hurt in our hearts, if there's healing that needs to happen, Lord, if there's forgiveness that needs to happen, Jesus. We're here, Father. We're asking for your help, your strength, your guidance, Lord. Guide us, Lord. Lead us, Father. 
Lead us to your example, Jesus, that we may be a reflection of who you are, Jesus, the goodness that you are, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for our lives, Lord. We thank you for having life, this moment that we're here, Lord, to be able to receive from you. We thank you for this great country, Lord, that you've given us, that I know, Lord, that there's times that you, you're just disappointed with seeing the decisions that we make as humans, Lord, but we as believers believe this freedom that we have to gather here, Father, is a great gift, a sacrifice that was given. Father, bless all those that have leadership over us, Lord Jesus. Impact their hearts, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for Brother Lorenzo's testimony of the gentleman here in town, Lord. One of the leaders here in the community, Father, that's seeking you, Jesus. That's what we need. We need more righteous people, Father. We thank you for that, Jesus, because it's your protection over us, Jesus. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Jesus. Bless all those, the fire department, Lord, the police station, Lord, the emergency services, Lord, the council, Lord Jesus, judges here, Father. If we're not a people that's asking prayer for people that are protecting us and our children, Lord Jesus, then what is wrong with us? Maybe we need revelation, Lord, of forgiveness. Father, I ask, Lord, that you just continue guiding this church. Bless all those today, Lord, and, and their travels, Lord, and anything that they do, Father, that they may be guided by you, Jesus, and accept you, Father, as their Savior. We thank you, Father. We ask, Lord, that you bless those that are traveling back today, Lord, those that are recovering from sicknesses, Lord Jesus, those that are just, in, just traveling also, Father. We thank you, Father, for everything, and we ask this in your precious name, in the name of Jesus, amen. God bless everyone. I'm going to ask the group here to lead us in uh, worship. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless y'all.